Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome back to Not Without My Sister. If you're not on our Patreon, you're missing out. Oh, the things that we've been revealing on the Patreon lately. Patreon.com slash Not Without My Sister for $5 or around €4.50 a month. You can sign up, get an extra bonus episode each and every week. Get these regular episodes ad-free and you'll get a monthly book club where this month we'll be talking about Dirani Grifa's A Ghost in the Throat. You get all that. It's a bargain. And I mean, look, even if you don't want any of that extra content, you get to support the podcast, which is, you know, always great. Let's normalize paying for our content in 2024, I say. Conveniently, as somebody who makes her living from content. Beatrice, how are you? Rosemary, everybody makes their living from content in one shape or form, like the content of the work that you do, whether it's paid to you by an employer or I mean, that's not the same thing, but everybody's paid for the work that they do, whether you're well, that's true. So maybe I mean, let's normalize paying for online content, which for years we've been used to getting for free. Or in many cases still are. I blame Marianne Huffington for all her chat about empowering people and, you know, make sure you're getting enough sleep and make sure you're prioritizing wellness. How about Ariana, make sure that people don't have to work for free to subsidize or to support or to enable the functioning of your website. Yeah. I wrote one or two pieces for Huffington Post years ago. I can't even remember what they were. And got paid how much? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Zero. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. But even, I mean, even for newspapers that have a subscription model or that sell a lot of physical copies, like I used to write things for The Independent and you'd write things for the website. And I think I got paid 70 euro, which like is shit. You know what I mean? As a freelancer, you have to write, you have to basically be so fucking busy as a freelancer to make a living as a freelancer. Or you have to have like one regular well-paid gig, which I did at the time, to be fair. Like I had my Irish Times column once a week, which I think was like 250 euro a week, which at the time paid my rent. So I knew that I had that, I had my rent covered, you know what I mean? And everything else was then just like groceries, bills, extras. But no, it's hard. Like being a freelancer is hard. Being a freelance anything is hard. And I actually saw a thing the other day where an influencer was saying, let's normalize um, getting paid within 30 days because there are so many brands and companies, and I've experienced this too, who have a 60 to 90 day payment period. And like a lot of the time when they have a 90 day payment period, you're getting paid on day 90. You know what I mean? Which is very tough. 
And it's also just exhausting to have to chase payments. But you know who's not chasing payments, Beatrice? Who? Major celebrities who are at the Golden Globes, which is what we're going to talk about today. about that because I was only today reading about Michelle Williams yet again I went down a rabbit hole in the middle of the night couldn't sleep was reading about Michelle Williams the actor or Michelle Williams the Destiny's Child Michelle Williams the actor okay the actor I was watching um, an interview with her on Marie Claire um, online where she talked about oh yeah she very unfortunately was like you know I think the best thing for anybody who has a passion for their career is to um not be immediately successful. She was like, I spent two years not getting a single audition, blah, blah, blah. And the comments were vitriol. You know, you were were in Dawson's Crevice when you were 17. You were in, you were working from the age of 13. Like you've never, you had an Oscar by the age of 30. Like this is not. Oh yeah. Okay. Really like this this smacks of entitlement, et cetera. But anyway, yeah. So I went down a a plug hole. That's dad's fault that I'm now thinking about plug holes the whole time. My baby go flush, flush down the plug hole. I will share an excellent song that dad has shared with us this week by Cream. At first he thought it was the Beatles because he's clearly losing his mind. Yeah, he goes, it's the Beatles, Beatrice. I was like, dad, this is not the Beatles. Yes, it is. Let me immediately Google this. Oh, it's Cream. Please stop saying, stop saying it like that. He didn't say it it's like him. that. Yes, he did. Cream. Anyway, go on, Michelle Williams. Uh, and oh yeah and it reminded me she was talking about her support of the me too movement and kind of the in her opinion the improved professionalism that's come out of a lot of these situations etc cetera, etc cetera. and it turns out that she was fairly stalked by Harvey Weinstein when she was making my week with Marilyn or whatever it was Ugh. and that he used to turn up for all her nude scenes and particularly turned up one day when she was planning when she was scheduled to be swimming in the nude nude swimming oh and he he's turned up so for, gross yes yeah, disgusting lech and but then it went on to say like she has also you know spoken out publicly about the disparity in payment because remember when she and Mark Wahlberg were filming some yes. movie I can't remember the name of it and they were asked to come back for four or five days of reshoots and she for was reshoots, offered thousand yeah. dollars and he was offered 1.5 million dollars yeah I mean and she's the Oscar winner apart from anything else which is but oh, I mean also forget Oscar winning so or irritating. not it's, she's the female and he's the male it's outrageous it's yeah shocking I mean, and then he yeah. he went ahead and donated his to charity, like to be like oh. only because he was shamed because it all came out oh, 100%. publicly. Percent. I mean, who knows? Maybe he didn't know she was only given like a thousand dollars. Shame on, like there is no company I've ever worked for that would be like, well, if she doesn't know, we'll give her a million dollars. We'll give him two hundred. It's like, sorry, this is our pay scale. Like yes. you may end up yeah. at the top end of that pay scale, and you may end end up at the bottom, but there is no pay scale that ranges from a thousand to a one million. Yeah. God, imagine. And like, I remember at the time as well, there was a lot of talk about like that her agent should have been better at negotiating for her. But you're right. Like the company, they like, there should not be the same work that goes to two people and is paid at such a incredible difference. Like it's just wild. 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 
It wild. Um, I do like Michelle Williams, but you know who now? This is going to sound bitchy. You know who? Surprise, surprise! I lost respect for at the gold on the Golden Globes red carpet. Jennifer Lopez. No, but you're close. Brie Larson fawning over oh. Jennifer Lopez. Did you see that clip? Why? I did. I really like Brie Larson, but I just I thought that she'd be more of a like Meryl Streep inspired me. Like I was inspired to get into acting because of J Lo. Oh, is really? that what she said? I was watching yes. it at night. I had the sound turned off. Of I just course saw you did. Fawning. No, she said, oh my God, it's J-Lo. And she nearly started crying. And she was like, it's J- I can't believe it's J-Lo. And then she went, oh my God, I love you so much. I was inspired to get... Now, she did say, I was inspired to get into acting when I saw you in Selena. So like, it wasn't when I saw you in Made in Manhattan, to be fair to her, right? <laughs> but Well, to be fair to her, J-Lo got rave reviews for that movie with George Clooney out of sight and like never acted so well again the one where she was locked in a boot she did she got rave reviews they were like oh, oh my she's god. gritty oh sorry sorry you mean a trunk I thought you meant an actual boot that goes on your foot and I was like how did you get a boot? <laughs> I was like I mean I know she's small but she's not that small <laughs> But I just, just, I always, and maybe it's just because I've seen her in, it's just, it's just because of the movies I've seen her in, right? And Captain Marvel and stuff. I thought Brie Larson was a bit cooler, a bit too cool for J-Lo. But like, well, I obviously also, was also wrong. She's, well, also she started out in all these independent, low budget movies. You know, um, what was that one called? Uh, 60A or something where she was um, one of two young adults uh responsible for a kind of a home of wayward teens it was e- not easy a that's um emma stone that's emma stone was, yeah i'll find the name in a second but it was very like she started out in all these low budget independent kind of intellectual movies and she yeah. always plays sort of aloof she's a bit like carrie coon in that she's very sort of standoffish she's not she, quick with that's a smile. exactly she's it not she fawning. has always yeah she has always played a very aloof cool kind of uh, soft spoken but in a kind of a sarcastic way the kind of person who intimidates me because I'm like Rosemary stop talking stop talking stop talking um, and she's the do same lessons in that? chemistry do you you shouldn't Rosemary you should never stop talking short term 12 that's it never stop talking what should I fuck. call it A60 fuck I was close. you Beatrice <laughs> you are honestly I don't know how anybody I must actually figure out of people who are like massively confident or massively successful for that matter, they, none of them must have older sisters. There's no way. They must all have older sisters. All you do is chip away at my confidence. I would be so confident and capable if it wasn't for you. You just, you know when, you know when actors are like, no, oh, no. this person keeps me humble. No. I'd be like, no, this person me keeps me under, her, under the no. ground. What? You would be so confident, not necessarily confident and capable. I'm the one that keeps you capable. And no, confident. if I had the confidence, I would be more capable of things because I would be more confident to try. Anyway, nope. the other thing that I wanted to say was... That is not logical, as Grandpa keeps telling all of the children under the age of 10. That he is loves not his logic. logical. I keep having to tell him, I'm like, Dad, it's not about logic. Most of the time with kids, it's not about logic, Dad. That's not, that's well, not my let truth. Me tell my you. truth. My truth is not logical. Is that what you say? Anyway, exactly, Beatrice. The other thing I was going to say was about J-Lo being small enough to fit in a boot. A friend of mine sent me a selection of photographs of celebrities on the red carpet this year and said that she felt like it was the thinnest red carpet, like the thinnest range of celebrities on a red carpet ever. And I mean, we can totally spec, like there are are celebrities, like there have always been thin female celebrities, right? Like female celebrities seem to have been 
but I felt like in the past couple of years there was more we were seeing a little bit more diversity right nothing major it wasn't like we were going oh my god everybody looks just like me but like we were seeing a little bit more and this year I feel like Ozempic has to have been responsible for at least a handful of women who otherwise would have been more kind of quote-unquote average sized right and I started thinking about this and I was like I don't judge anyone for taking Ozempic we've talked about it before like I was prescribed it and probably I mean definitely the only reason I haven't taken it is because it wasn't covered by my insurance right I don't blame anyone in a fat phobic world for wanting to be thinner or for not wanting to be fat in a world that actively rewards you for being thinner and that actively punishes you for being fatter. But I wonder, right, if you're a celebrity, if you're an actor who, in order to be successful as an actor, as a female actor, you have had to diet, right, most of your life, most of your career. It, like, would it be really freeing, do you think, to suddenly be on Ozempic and not have to worry about dieting, not have to, you know what I mean, like not have to suffer like, is it, I mean, it's probably a different form of suffering. But I did, like, you sent me a clip of Jennifer Lawrence on the red carpet. What was she talking about? Oh, she was talking about my fave, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Not, I sent it to you not for Ozempic. I sent it to you to no, say, No, no, you sent it to me for Salt Lake City. Yeah. I sent it to you to say, look, your spirit animal. She was like, oh, my God. I love the Real Housewives of Utah, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, You've just been talking yeah. about with mom. Yeah. And mom, mom has been exposed to culture she never, or is it culture to entertainment that she was never aware of? Before. Because once again, just like Vanderpump Rules, I have been sucked in by the news headlines that have been like, oh my God, an explosive finale. This has been revealed. And I'm like, well, I better watch that series. And actually, unlike Vanderpump Rules, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City only has, I think, four seasons. It's relatively new. So I should be finished it before the summer, Beatrice. Probably well, before she then next went week. on to say, "I love the you know I love the New York housewives. I really like Dallas. I wish they hadn't. No, obviously, I was the only one." She goes, "But I cannot wait for the new season of Vanderpump. Did you watch all the way to the end?" Oh no, I didn't get all the way to the end because I got to the point where she said, "I thought it was over." I got to the point where she said, um, "She says something like, uh, I, I've been starving myself for this." For this event she said I watched it she said I watched it the finale she said I wasn't even drunk I hadn't had a session oh, I was yeah, totally yeah. sober because I was starving myself for this event um and then she said and I can't wait for Van- Vanderpump and I have now decided that social media has fried your brain because the fact that you couldn't watch the end of that clip to get to the punchline which proved how you and Jennifer Lawrence are the same one and the same person apart from the starving yourself to and the fame event. and the money. Well, I mean, yes, but I mean, you have the exact same preferences, television you know, viewing preferences. Yeah. You know what the big difference is, Beatrice? Jennifer Lawrence doesn't have a fucking older sister. That's how she got successful. I could have That's been a successful. She has Jennifer. loads of older brothers. Older sister is what I said. <laughs> I don't actually know. She doesn't Do you know she o- doesn't have an older sister? I'm checking now. You're Googling it right now. You just no, made that she, up. No, she only has two brothers. She's, yeah, you're right. She has two older brothers. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't for you, I could be Jennifer Lawrence. You know, she's another one, though. She started out in low budget, independent movies like Winter's Bone, which I went to see in the um, Angelica Cinema in New York. So like very indie art house. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you know, it's called acting. Maybe we should be more open to the idea <laughs> that these guys are actors and that these ladies are actors and they're they are not the people that they represent on screen, you know? I think, she doesn't I think seem the, like that. Yeah, I think the real lie is that when people are in indie movies, I get it into my head that they are like indie and artsy. When in fact, the truth is that they're only in indie movies because they couldn't get the big budget movies until they had some experience. 
And like as Michelle soon as she Williams. got the chance then she was in Hunger Games. Yeah, that's God, why Michelle Williams did Dawson's Michelle Creek. Michelle Williams is responsible for the most memorable TV line of my entire childhood. When what she sits it? Dawson down, Dawson's basically like talking about how he wants to, he really fancies her and he wants to get with her and he wants to have sex with her. And she's like, Dawson, I was sexualized way too young. And I remember hearing that line and the two of us, I think I think we told mom about it. Mom was like, kids, that's ridiculous. What age are these children? Blah, blah, blah. And it was ridiculous. Like, I remember all the headlines at the time were like, kids don't talk like this. I mean, was she wrong? Was mom wrong or was Michelle Williams wrong? No, was Jen, whatever her name was on Dawson's Crevice wrong? Was she sexualized way too young? She really oh, struggled yeah, with, her, was... with her emotional connection with Dawson then. Yeah, but it was so stupid. It was basically because <laughs> she came from the big city and she'd been out drinking and like doing a Drew Barrymore on it from the age of 13. That, that was the backstory, right? And her parents yeah, know, had yeah. sent her to live with Grams. Yeah, I Dawson's know that Creek. because she wore leather jackets all the time. And had like smudged <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> unlike poor Katie Holmes who just had like accessible beige by Sherwin-Williams uh, all over her eyelids and that was it and she always carried a teddy bear in her backpack do you remember oh she was and do you remember she sang what did she sing at the school play did she sang um, all by myself no it wasn't all by myself it was uh, is the one from Cats Midnight Not a Sound on, was it oh, I can't God, remember God bless and, and that yet, was when Dawson realised Oh, and yet, still a great theme tune. Oh, God. The best theme tune ever. Sing oh, it. I, and actually, uh, well, I could actually sing all the verses as well, but I had all those soundtracks on CD. And they were excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Claire and I used to listen to them in our tent when we were, when we were in France on holidays <laughs> with mom and dad in the camper. <laughs> I don't want to wait for my life to for be For our over. lives. Jesus. Whatever. Will it be as so will it be? No. Sorry. No, that's, do, 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 you did that do, that's completely the end of it. Wrong. I just did the end. I just did the end. Oh, please. Because I didn't want you to sing all the verses. Who okay. would not want me to sing all the verses? So oh. what did you think? What did you make? So you've so so far you hated Brie Larson. Everybody's skinny I and didn't, there's no diversity I didn't, on the on the red carpet. I didn't um, hate Brie Larson. I just was a bit uh she went down in my estimation. I still like her. She went down in my estimation now that I know she's such okay, a big jailer. Okay. You fan. don't hate her. You judged Brie Larson. You became I judged extremely. Yeah. She went down in your estimation because she's clearly a ditz. I strongly disliked the PDA between Timothy Chalamet and his grandmother, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I worried about him and I hate to be passing remarks on people's bodies, right? And I really try not to, but. A doctor once told me that I had a goiterous neck and I needed to keep an eye on it. It's a, it's a phrase that has stayed with me for the rest of my life. And when I saw that profile lip reading thing of Timothy, Timothy and Kylie, I'm worried about Timothy and somebody needs to tell him, as people have told you in the past, that he should get so his thyroid often. checked. So mm-hmm. often. I'm looking at him now. She, yeah, People have literally checked. slid into my DMs to go, have you ever been checked for goiter? Like, fuck off. Yeah. Do you see it? Are you looking at his no, neck now? I'm worried for a fucking goitrous neck, you psycho. He does not I'm surprised have a goitrous neck. He, he, I'm surprised that his granny hasn't pointed it out to him. <laughs> Do you think he calls himself Timothée or Timothy? He, he likes to speak French, Timothée. He's not even French. His mom's French. He probably calls himself Timo. Please. That's what he calls it. Timo. Just call me Timmy. Why are you making out like he's African now? That's a French fucking accent. That was definitely a French to, accent. Hey, mom was that telling me you. that was a French accent. Mom was telling me that uh, the French, whatever, like 
I don't even know, people who decide how language should be spoken in French, or French people probably, have decided that uh, from now on, you should nobody should attempt to have French accents, whatever. You should just speak French in the accent with which you were brought up. So like if you're Irish, tu devresti, oh, that's Italian, uh, tu dois parler <laughs> avec un accent uh, français. I actually kind of agree with that because no matter how good your accent is, you still sound Irish to a French person. Oui, mais peut-être, ça dépend. Okay, you're annoying me now. Because also, when you do a French accent, when you try to speak French in an Irish accent, you suddenly go like extreme D4. You go way more D4. Yeah, way. Oh, that was ridiculous. You really opened your mouth there to prove that you're not from D4. Guess guess what height uh, Timothée is. Je m'en fous. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Five foot one. Five ten. Same height as yeah, you. He doesn't. I would have thought he was much smaller. I'm actually nearly five foot eleven, but that's fine. He's smaller oh. because he looks. Does he look smaller? I think he looks tiny. I, do, I think it's his head. It's just his features are all very small. It's like when that. Actually, you know, it's that other thing that I was really, really, really traumatized by when I watched Men in Black and they zapped that. <laughs> Shop, shop assistant's head and shrunk it to be really tiny and I was like oh, that's what I see when I look in the mirror that's the proportion of my head on my body back when I was younger and I feel like that's the way he looks his head isn't tiny his oh. hair makes up a lot of volume but his features are all right in the middle of his face like listen, mine there's some no your features are all over your face kind of like okay modern art carry on shut up <laughs> oh you're right he does have a lot of head and his features are just concentrated yeah in the tiny but you know part. what the camera loves him. And so does Kylie. That was and French accent he does again. actually. Look how wide his neck is compared to his head. Yeah, I've already examined all this. Stop being weird. Stop picking apart this poor I'm not. I'm teenager. just saying, I, I never really looked. I never, he's 28. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, I wouldn't like to be picked apart in a podcast by anybody. Oh my God, I would love to be famous enough to be picked apart in a podcast by strangers, not by people I know. absolutely wouldn't. And that one time that I was was picked apart on the It Gals podcast, I wasn't happy actually, so you're right. Yeah, exactly. Tattle the podcast. Let's talk about Rosemary's face. No. And Beatrice's goitrous neck. Can you please not be giving anybody ideas? Thank you very much. Let's get back to the Golden Globes. (laughs) Have you seen any of the films in the Golden Globes? What were they? Saltburn. I really wanted to go and see that because my friend said it was amazing, but it was only in the cinema oh, here for about two seconds and then it was gone. Yeah, we're going to watch it though when it's we're going to watch it once once we have some time in each other's sizes. What about poor things? I want to see that as well. That's out in Fort Wayne Cinema Center the weekend after next. Okay, I'll go and see that with you. I haven't seen that clearly. Um what else? Killers of the Flower and Moon, I, no interest. Uh I haven't seen that, but somebody told me it was great. I um, just hate Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't really want to go and see his oh. movies. So did you really enjoy that clip that I sent you of uh, Taylor Swift attending? Was she was that the Golden Globes where she arrived and there was a huge oh, it was entourage around her? Amazing. Taylor and Swift and Leonardo it, DiCaprio. Okay. Taylor Swift arrives at the Golden Globes, starts walking up the red carpet, is swarmed by reporters. The photographers are going crazy. She's surrounded by like what looks like an entourage of about 40 people. Travis Kelsey wasn't even there. So it wasn't, she wasn't with anyone. She was on her own, but like surrounded by people, everybody shouting at her, Taylor, 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 look over here, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, the camera pans to behind Taylor and several feet behind her slinking forward, probably looking at Taylor going, what a hag, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, with, what age with, is she now? She's too old for him. She's, that's what I'm saying. That's why he was saying oh, she's yeah. a hag. 
yeah. yeah that's he's probably he looking really at her going, God, funny. she's really old. Yeah. 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 And he, he was there with like two people and everybody was ignoring him. And like, to be fair, maybe he was going, this is great. Probably, probably. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is much more relaxing than it usually is. But I did quite enjoy him being absolutely ignored. I didn't think when he was young, now I didn't give it much thought, but if somebody had said to me, who do you think, what actor do you think he'll look like when he'll, when he's older? I would never have thought Jack Nicholson. And yet I know, but now the image, I know the absolute image. I think it's, I wonder if he just gets too much Botox because he's getting that like raised, the raised kind of pointy middle of the eyebrows like Jack Nicholson. Stop commenting on people's you were the one who just said he looks like Jack Nicholson. That's commenting I on someone's appearance. I wasn't commenting on him. His Botox. Fair play to him if he's embracing Botox. Fair play. Do what makes I, you feel good. I wasn't good. saying there's anything wrong with it. I was just saying, I Do wonder you, if that's why he's looking more like Jack but Nicholson. But you said too much. You could have said a lot of. You, you said that's a negative. This is, you know what? I bet Jennifer Lawrence never had anybody telling her she said too much. This is why she's famous and I'm not. Because she no, doesn't sorry, have a fucking older sister the, tearing you, her down. Sorry. No, sorry. You used the words too much is what I'm saying. You said he had too much Botox instead of saying maybe, a lot of Botox. Maybe Jennifer Lawrence is so famous because she never had anybody policing her speech. Like you police my speech 24-7. Well, and mom and dad are here policing my speech. So maybe I'm Thank just sharing the love. God. Thank <laughs> God. You need, like, you need an older sister. Maybe I should take the older sister role for a couple of months. Okay. You couldn't survive right. it. I could go ahead say something really clever (laughs) (laughs) you're such a dick one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, so what did you think of the red carpet fashion? Oh, uh, I actually wasn't, I didn't really like any of it. There was nothing that I went, I like the color of Taylor Swift's dress. Um, the rest of them, I thought, uh, who I, I thought Emily Blunt looked exceptionally boring. I liked Brie Larson's ish. Thought Natalie Portman looked very boring. 
Jennifer Lopez didn't really like the colour. The men all wore suits. I wasn't oh, really I blown away by the, anything. I liked all of the... I thought it was interesting how much solid was worn. I thought it was very classic kind of... Um, That's what I liked about uh, Brie Larson's, that it was like tailored, solid. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of Grace Kelly. There were some kind of more oh, um, yeah. sculptured shapes, a lot more um, columns and more more simplicity, but like little details that I thought were very nice. I did really like all of the color palettes. I thought Jennifer Lopez was trying to look like a Barbie. Like that dress was, everybody was like Slade, Slade. I'm like, Slade what? It was hick in my It was opinion. really hick, I but I also thought Margot nice. Robbie's dress was hick, even though I know it was oh, meant Margo, to be like one of the Barbies. I thought Margot Robbie's dress was just very unflattering on her. If that dress can't make, like if Margot Robbie can't rock that dress, it's not designed for anybody. You know, it was yeah. Just it was the weird, weird neck places. and shoulder line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of. It ended up making her look very boxy, which is just like she's stunning, and it just was not the best looking dress I've ever seen in my life. But I do think she had a contract with Chanel. I don't know who that dress was by. She had a contract with Chanel for the last like two years or something, and they kept putting her in one dress worse than the next, like more unflattering and hip. Oh, I actually and, yeah. like weird cuts and everything. So I think she's just happy to be liberated from that. Like, God bless her. She needs to be able to start wearing some of her own clothes now after Barbie. And we can I see really what her didn't style like, is actually um, like. Oh yeah. I mean, she's probably forgotten. She's morphed into Barbie now. I really yeah. didn't like Selena Gomez's dress. But I also, I hate an asymmetrical hemline, but I just really didn't like the dress, even if the hemline had been acceptable to me. Sorry, I'm looking at a different dress from Margot Robbie, maybe. She was wearing a black dress that I thought was very unflattering on her. The pink oh, shimmery no. dress was nice. No, no, no. She's wearing, no, no. I, I thought the pink shimmery dress was weird around her neck and shoulder. Like it made her her look, her shoulders look much broader than they are. You know what I mean? I didn't or like I mean, the, the neckline on that. Well, as dad says to me all the time, you it makes you look the way you look. Looks, yeah, you look how you look. If your shoulders are broad, they'll be broad. But he's not right because I there think, are some um, things that make one's shoulders look broader. I think, I, I, don't, I don't actually mind that. It's just a very athletic top and a very kind of nighttime. It's a very like occasion wear dress with a, an mm. athletic cut top. Like it looks like a, a, ba- a, a baseball jersey around the neck and that's not very yeah. attractive. Yeah, I you just know, didn't so, like it. I don't that's so nice. Um, Jennifer Lopez. I actually thought the no, dress Selena Gomez. Itself, what do you think of Selena Gomez? Oh, sorry. Well, I'm back to Jennifer Lopez. I just thought she looked like she's trying to channel old Hollywood glamour and she looked very nice, except for the roses around her sleeves were just TM, too much, too much. I just uh, thought the color of it was kind of gross. It was kind of sickly. Like I wanted it to be either white, like much paler and brighter or to be like a more saturated. I just, no, I didn't like it. I also did not like, um, I didn't like Selena Gomez's dress. I thought it was just too many ideas it's like could we do this could we also make it asymmetrical could we also put some cutouts on the front could we could we have some tool coming out the bottom and then let's put some crystals on and just the whole thing like it clearly fits her well but it was not in my opinion a fresh and modern choice i liked florence Pugh. i, I liked actually liked all the red Pugh, i liked i liked florence Pugh. i liked julianne moore um, but I actually always like Florence Pugh and she gets a lot of flack for like her transparent dresses, but I think she always mm. looks very relevant and modern. Cool. She looks um, very cool. She looks very cool. Uh, I did not, I did not know what I thought of Rosamund Pike's dress. There was a lot on her whole outfit, the little, the black, um, oh, yes. the black okay. veiled hat that she had on the tiny little, whatever that's called. Um, uh, what's it called? The tiny little hat. Fascinator. Yeah, the tiny fascinator. Um, she got a lot of credit for this outfit and I did not think it made her, it, it really showed off her 
beauty. I think it was mm. a daring choice. And and kind of very reminiscent of Alfred Hitchcock. She's like she comes across as a cool glacier. I was just blonde. about to say, yeah, it's 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 very tippy hedron, isn't it? Yes, it is. But I don't know that I loved it. You know, it was grand. The dress itself is okay, like very Dior new look. The fascinator, I don't think, did her any favors personally. Because she's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought yeah, I I mean I I suppose I admire doing something kind of different and in a way being like, fuck it, because you're going to go to so many of these award ceremonies. So maybe they're just like, I'm going to wear something that I think is cool and interesting, even if it's mad. You know what I mean? I yeah. did like, I mean, this wasn't really taking a chance or doing something particularly interesting, but I did like Ayo Edebiri from uh, Yes Chef. What's it called again? <laughs> oh, the bear? The bear, yeah. I really liked her kind of strapless red column dress. I thought that was lovely. But you know who I'm getting sick of now? And I just wish would put on a nice dress. Who? Billy fucking Eilish. Oh, why put on a nice uh, dress or a nice suit? Or, nice sorry, suit. Just, just put on a nice dress or a nice suit or a nice outfit. Like, sorry, I'm not trying to say you have to put on a nice dress and be pretty. I just, I'm sick of the, I just feel like it's real notice boxy. Now I'm turning into mom. But I feel like it's real like, I'm different, so I'm going to wear something different. It's, it just looks stupid. Imagine if I put that on. I did not appreciate, and I'll tell you this for nothing, I was not a fan. Heidi Klum. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. Halloween is over. This is not your Halloween party. Yes, you have great legs. Yes, you are very fit. You are a supermodel. But... Please stop wearing 1980s taffeta monstrosities. Horrendous. There's also something very Volvo about the folds of the silk at the front that Great. I don't love. Great. If somebody else wore that, I'd be like, if what's her name that I love? Sarah Paulson. Sarah so Paulson, So if Sarah yes. Paulson wore a big Volvo fold of fabric, and I've loved Sarah Paulson all the way since American Gothic, way back when, one season only, phenomenal television show. Get loved to the her. point. Go on. Brunette. Then I might be like, you know what? You can wear it with irony. She'd have a shirt. She'd have a jacket with it or something. She'd be wearing it with like a bit of... But but Heidi just is like, I'm a princess. And well, like, I was no. just about to say, Heidi, Sofia Vergara, those oh. people who who always go for the like obvious, sexy, princessy mermaid dress. You know, I'm like, I'm just bored. I'm bored of all of them. Yeah, I'm absolutely bored as well. So, I did, yeah, however, If somebody really else like did it, both- it would be unexpected. Well, they would pair it with something like it needs a twist. It's just too basic. You know, I do love, I did love Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. They both looked top notch, in my opinion. He always looks very nicely dressed. Um, I loved the turtleneck. Um, oh, he's and gorgeous. Ramsey, Sorry, I actually, do you remember him, not to objectify a man now for no reason, but do you remember him in those shorts last award season? Oh, do you yes, remember him turning yes. up in those shorts? God, yeah. he's a ride. Good choices, you know. He sees, he looks like mm-hmm. he doesn't take it too seriously, but he enjoys it. So I thought Bella Ramsey looked great. They were wearing uh, Prada. And I really liked the choice of military kind of detailing, um, very angular cuts, a lot of seaming details that gave a very vertical um, silhouette. Uh, oh, I liked yeah. The crop I actually the didn't see them at all. Yeah, I liked the crop of the jacket. I just thought it was a very good case of them staying true to their own identity not overdressing clean faced simple hair like seems very true to this individual yeah. um, and in a way that I think you're on you're kind of saying will Billie Eilish do a bit of this I think Billie Eilish is a bit all over the place vamping here you know kind of non-gender specific there and like you can do whatever you want but I don't get a specific uh personal feeling from Billie Eilish's wardrobe it seems very much like whatever 
is considered to be cool at the moment or that's kind of the impression that I get yeah and maybe Mm. that's like uncharitable of me but with Billie Eilish, say if, if I think about somebody like Lady Gaga or Madonna, right, who very much, they both dress with performance in mind and with like art and they're not dressing to look pretty or to look beautiful on a red carpet. They're dressing because this is the kind of statement they want to make artistically. I don't get that impression with Billie Eilish. I feel like Billie Eilish is kind of trying to be cool, like you said, but I don't know like where I get that impression from or why. But I just, even like on her Instagram and stuff, some of it just seems a bit contrived. Like her, you know, kind of being very cool and street. And I I don't know, maybe that is unfair of me. I obviously don't know her from Adam. But that's And I just have how to say that I truly think that if I was a 20 something year old celebrity, I'd be the worst dressed person on this carpet. Because I think I'd be like in a absolute dilemma of what should I wear? Who should I listen to? Do I have a stylist? Do I dress myself? You know, and I do think simple is better in lots of these cases. And that's not always what people choose, especially when they're not as confident around clothing like just because they're great actors or they're great musicians doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they're great at styling themselves that's the two don't necessarily go hand in hand I did think Emma Stone looked great um did not like Helen Mirren's purple I don't even know what I would call this purple nightmare I I really liked um Natasha Lyonne I really liked her dress I thought it was beautiful um hold on dad's coming in hold on Oh, thanks, Dad. I feel bad for all the bad things I said, Rosemary. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, I did like, how do you, how do you pronounce it? Barry Keen Cohen? I think it's, Keown? I think it's Keoghan or Keown, maybe. Well, I do like his style. I think he is, he always looks great. He's really making a, he's making a splash on the red carpet and representing a very kind of, um, dapper look I think there's a lot of British eccentricity British Irish eccentricity it's very unique style and not American which I think is is interesting to see on the red carpet and I like his I like his outfits what did you think sorry back to Timmy but what did you think of Timothy Chalamet's sparkly jacket I feel like he looked like he was cosplaying as Russell Brand oh I liked his jacket I mean I think he's I think he dresses well I think you know he's adventurous half the time I go what the hell is that but I but I think he has a vision of who he wants to be and what he wants to represent. And I like most of his choices. Did not like Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I don't remember what she was wearing. What was she wearing? Something she always wears boring things. Though. Yeah. She yeah. just has very, very classic very... boring style, which yeah. when she was younger, I think was kind of interesting because she was so young and she dressed like real Hollywood classic. But now I feel like, okay, do something else. You know what I mean? What did you think of Gillian Anderson, who truly did have vulvas embroidered all over her dress, her Gabriella Hearst dress? I don't see the vulvas. They're very, they're like tone on tone oh. as a vulva would be. Mm-hmm. See, I actually like that because if it's a purposeful vulva, you know, I'm all about it. But if it's like accidentally vaginal, I think it's kind of stupid looking. But no, I like that. Although, listen, some of those are upside down. As somebody pointed out to me when I posed with my chocolate vulva against my crotch, <laughs> and I had it upside down. That's so okay, I feel like they should have all, Yeah, but I feel like they should have all been the right way up because if you're going to wear that dress, at least let it be educational for any of the men who happen to see you in it and you don't want them thinking it's down the other end. What did you think Oh, I didn't of like Elizabeth- her handbag with it though. Oh, I like the handbag as well. I like, I think she's very stylish. What did you think of Elizabeth Olsen? No, didn't like it. I just saw that there. Why not? Um, I just thought it looked a bit boring. It looked a bit like she had been started to be dressed by her like dressers in, you know, if she was in Victorian times, she was in Sense of Sensibility. She'd started to be to be dressed and, and before she could get her overdress on, she had to leave the house. Do you know what I mean? 
but like not I in a cool thought it way was and nice. I didn't like it. I liked the bottom of it and the top of it. And then I thought that the, but I think more from a technical standpoint, the lace insert in the middle between the bodice. It looks and badly. It looks badly affixed. Looks, yeah. And it just yeah. looks, the tension looks wrong. It wasn't mm-hmm. well steamed. Like I do actually love an old cream look. So I think, and I, I think the lace on the bottom and the top is beautiful, but the lace in the middle looks like my communion veil. And I don't like that. You know what I have to say that I greatly credit the Kardashians with is having shown us all how they get to these award ceremonies. Because I've watched a couple of episodes where Kim's been going to the Gold Globes or going to the Met Ball or whatever. And she's literally been lying in the back of the car. Because up until then, I would have gone, how do they even get there? Like, how do they, do they put the dresses on backstage and steam them, you know, and then come out on the red carpet? But no, sometimes they get in like a limo and they lie on the floor because they can't sit down. And then basically find a way to hoosh themselves out the door. They can sit down, but they choose not to. But also, what about the lady formerly looked who looked like Kate Beckinsale? <laughs> you mean Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, what about Kate Beckinsale? Uh, who no longer looks like her. Kate Hang Beckinsale, on. in my opinion. That's very past remark. Oh, you're right. Uh, didn't like that again. Shades of Heidi Klum and... Absolutely. It looks like, but you know what? It looks like she's going to the premiere of Austin Powers. The second one. Yeah. You know, the one with Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks not like. Not great, not great. That she's in kind now, of costume. Yeah, I don't like it. There were, You already talked about um, Natalie Portman and there was a lot of talk um, in in the social media about Natalie Portman crying on the red carpet. That there was like, is she crying? Is she not crying? Now, she did look pained in all of the photographs of her, all the video of her. But now when I look also, there are a couple of other people. I'm wondering, are the lights just very bright? There was, I think it was Emma Stone also looked like totally like she was squinting. Or like her eyes were watering. Yeah, like squinting into the lights. So, but there, yeah, Natalie Portman did not look happy to be there. And maybe she isn't. I mean, she must be sick of them by now. She's probably gone to about 300. Um, I thought Nat- like Natalie Portman is a very beautiful woman. I thought she looked very beautiful in what is a very classically beautiful but boring dress. It kind of reminded me of, I think Peter Pilato did a load of those kind of uh, ombre florals about five years ago or maybe eight years ago now. And I just, I didn't find it interesting or inspiring. Not that I'm like, you- I'm looking to the red carpet for inspiration in my, my everyday life. Oh, well. You know, I've been actually maybe not by Helen Mirren, but potentially inspired to wear more purple, which you see me wearing right now, this sex, sexy dressing gown that I'm that I'm modeling for you um, by Oprah Winfrey. And her choice is not this particular purple is too dark for me, but some of the very more some of the more lilac shades she's been sporting have been extremely attractive, in my opinion. What did you think of Oprah's outfit? Yeah, I was actually just going to say I when I first saw Oprah's outfit, I went, oh, no, that's not from this Golden Globes. That's from another I feel like she's just wearing the same. I mean, obviously, look, Oprah knows what she likes and her stylists, I think, dress her in what quote unquote suits her, like whatever that means. But I feel like this dress just looks exactly like a dress I saw her in three weeks ago. You know what I mean? So I kind of well, had to do a double take well, to go, is that the same dress? Well, let's not forget that she's wearing nonstop purple to promote the colour purple. I know, I know. Right, yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie. But what do you think of her whole look? Did you have a look? She doesn't really look like herself, does she? Oh, I, I like she that she does. was wearing glasses, think- though. Oh, I don't like that. That's what I was waiting to see what you oh. said. I think there's a whack of like S&M off the makeup and the whole, the head, the look of the head, you know, neck the upwards. The head, her head. Like, like, yeah. Neck upwards, she looks like, you know, sexy headmistress come to punish you. And then neck down, she just looks like traditional Hollywood celebrity wearing column dress. I don't know. Um, I, I actually, it, I actually kind of like it. I think she looks like, like the first lady of a megachurch in Dallas. 
which is like a look I would quite like for myself. I'm confused as well by the, I think it's gems under her eyebrows, like behind her glasses. Like there's just too much going on. You're wearing your glasses or you're wearing your gems. Why can't people who wear glasses have both? That's unfair. They can, but they should be outside the the sphere of the glasses lens. It's just there's too much happening there for my eye to absorb. I'm looking at Jennifer Lawrence now. She looked incredibly boring. Like her dress was incredibly boring, but it's like something I would wear. So it's not that I don't like it. Like it's nice. We see now that you and Jennifer Lawrence are twins. You're going to like everything she does. But I actually must say, I thought that she looked much more like herself facially on this red carpet than I've seen her. Like in that movie I watched that was really weird where she was hired to seduce that child. Not that child, that teenager. Can't remember what it was called. Um, It's very creepy. Yeah, that was very creepy. But I thought she looked much like herself. So I wonder, not to bring up the B word again, but I wonder if she had some weird Botox that has now worn off. Any thoughts of uh, Jennifer Aniston? Oh, I thought thought Jennifer Lawrence looked nice. I mean, she's definitely going for more classic... And, you know, I'm the face of a fashion house and actually can dress well now, whereas a year what is ago she, I was Dior? the face of a fashion house. Dior. I was the face of a fashion house and couldn't dress myself to save to save my life. But I think she, she looked, I couldn't object to that outfit. What about... Um, uh, Jennifer Aniston has her Jen- Rachel hair again and looks incredibly say, boring. So, yeah, they're trying to break the internet with Jennifer does Rachel. Thoughts? I... I've, 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 my mind has drawn a blank. I'm so bored. I don't care. A lot of comments about in honor of Matthew Perry, she recut the Rachel. Yeah. Thoughts? Give me absolute strength. What about Jared Leto's outfit? He's still trying to look like uh, Michele. What's his name from Gucci? Um, you know the problem is Al- like I still Alessandro, have this soft Alessandro spot. Michele, yeah, Alessandro Michele. Oh. I still have the soft spot for Jared Leto from that one season of my so-called life. But I so want to dislike him, especially with all of the, you know, nasty young girl rumors on the internet, which like again aren't substantiated. I don't personally know anything about this, so I probably shouldn't be talking about them. But I, I do like his, I do like some of his style. I think this outfit is all right. Kind of don't love the necklace that he's wearing, but like. You do you, you know, I, it's got like an, it looks a bit like something that I would have in my closet from when I was like 12. You know what? Whatever about Billie Eilish, Jared Leto is the epitome of try hard. And I don't want to talk. I don't want to give him the column inches. Oh, sorry. I actually thought here's the most shocking moment from the Golden Globes was when Reese Witherspoon's son Oh. Put, turned his face to the camera and talked about how proud he was to be on the arm of his beautiful mother and I was just like give me a break you absolute creep no it'd it was be okay so, if it wasn't like, him being a creep it was just oh so it was weird him being contrived. a creep it was it was weird it would be so fine if he was like I'm so happy to be here I'm so proud of mom like really happy she worked so hard but instead it was like this stunning I know beautiful, it was just about what she like, looked like Ugh. vibrant woman what this is your mom like we know you I fight know. with her oh it was so, okay oh. what about Killian Murphy also let's talk about Killian he looked very dapper as he Did usually he? does didn't with even his, notice yeah and his Yves Saint Laurent just looks like get me out of here we've all seen the behind the scenes he had some beautiful highlighter on his cheeks he was shimmering around the place with a very with an air of just pure disinterest and he looked uh, great well, yeah, I just think Killian Murphy always looks like he needs a nap. He just needs a little bit, little bit more sleep. You know what I mean? Maybe I mean maybe he's very busy. His kids and everything, doesn't he? So he probably is very busy. He does. He does. Um, America Ferreira, I thought looked lovely. 
I thought her dress was very oh, nice. Yeah. And I think I've seen her in a lot of like jewel colours. So I thought it was quite nice to see her in a more muted, like understated pale colour. And I also really liked Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black. Like she was another one wearing the kind of pillar box red and I thought it was lovely. Oh yeah, I do think I do think that the solid colours were really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, really nice. Julianne Moore, also solid red. I mean, she's again pretty classic. She's a bit more in the in the sphere of uh, Reese Witherspoon in terms of choices. Sometimes she can be a little bit more eclectic. She's a bit more maybe New York urban in some of her choices. But this particular dress was just nice, simple. I don't know who Celine's song is. I probably should in Loewe, but I like that outfit. That's a good one with the knitting needle across the front. I think she looks, yeah, looks good. Nice style. She does look good. Like, I kind of appreciate people sort of going, this is my occasion to wear something that I'm not going to wear, like, down to the local Starbucks. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, so do I. But I would actually like if they took it as an occasion. Here's something that I couldn't just wear to my prom. That's what I want. I don't want any of them wearing dresses they could wear to their proms. And that's, I think, a big problem for people like Heidi Klum and Sofia Vergara, not to be bullying them specifically. Unless they're really nice. Now, Lenny Kravitz got a lot of credit for his Alexander McQueen outfit. You hate Lenny Kravitz. I was going to say, I don't like this outfit. No, I don't hate him at all. But like this outfit to me is just very, it's given me LA Law vibes. Oh, the, the cutouts, the cutouts. Nice, like, it them. also looks like he's wearing a really weird wig which like I think that's his hair but it looks oh, it's the way sure, the hair sure is like away from his head looks like it's a weird wig and like, the sunglasses I could also it could sunglasses. be the way that his hands are in his pockets you've really turned me against that since you well now you see it's a bad look summer. <laughs> listen you thought that was a good look and now Lenny has shown you oh god I've just found another photo of <laughs> he has two hands in his pocket i did like julia smith cameron is that her name julia you won from uh succession and she's i just watched her yesterday in the video for a song from the upcoming new album by slater kinney and it sounds great it was a good song and i like she was they had her in the in the music video and it was good black and white she was very cool mouthing the words yeah. to the song. I, like, I also like you know, her outfit and I really like her in Succession actually. Yeah, I like her too. I think she I think she takes a bit of a risk. You know, she's she's very kind of self-possessed and I like the shoulder sleeves. Like she's it's not overly out there, but it, it's yeah, it's definitely something you're not wearing, you know. Yeah, every day, everywhere. Every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Beatrice, I think that's it. I think now all the celebrities will have lots of advice to go on for their next <laughs> What's next? What's after the Golden Globes? The Screen Actors Guild Awards and then the Oscars, right? I don't know, Rosemary. So we have lots more opportunities to slag them off between then and now. What did you think of Alison Williams' outfit now? That was definitely a bit princessy, but seemed Beatrice, more I'm trying to fucking wrap modern. up. I know, more modern neckline. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this look on her. And the Alison little boner Williams. hair was very, very fashionable. Oh my God, for a second I thought you said the little boner hair and I was like, what? Uh, don't be sick yeah you know what this sounds very Irish of me but I think she could have done with a little bit of a fake tan a little bit oh, of a glow oh what I think she looks great mm, it just looks a bit wan and I generally am not a fan of the fake tan but no I think she looks very moisturised she's glowing maybe you dewy. know what I think it's actually because of the yellowy beige backdrop that I don't love of all the kind of cream roses in the background I think that's making everyone look a bit sick on the red you carpet. You could be right. You could be right, Rosemary. And on that astute observation. Oh, we should have said least favourite outfit, but we'll do that next time. 
My least favourite outfit is a tie between Billie Eilish and Jennifer Lopez. Two very oh, different yeah. outfits. I think you'll agree, but I didn't like either of them. Sorry, I'm going to have to go with Heidi Klum. Did not enjoy that one bit. Didn't even want to look at it a second time. I only didn't pick up Heidi Klum because of the novelty of, of the vagina, the front. I mean, it was accidental, but as I said, I do like a vulva. I didn't like it on her, but, you know, I wouldn't pick her as my least favourite. Billie Eilish and JLo are tied. So there. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. Like I said, get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Email us, notwithoutmysister, gmail.com. DM us on Instagram. Send us a voice note. Let us know who you loved and who you hated on the Golden Globes red carpet and or the SAGs and or the Oscars whenever you're listening to this. Slag all the celebrities will be right there with you. Well, I will. Beatrice is nicer than I am. I really didn't like Mario Lopez, but that's because I just hate him. Okay, and I take that back. Beatrice is just as bitchy as I am. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.